Hello, everyone, my constituents. <laughs> Welcome to the very first episode of, of Side Note with Spearsy, where I think I'm hilarious and probably nobody else does. But that's okay, because I'm trying to be more self-reliant as of late. <laughs> Anyways, this podcast is going to be very eclectic. Um, it's kind of just me saying whatever random shit is on my mind. Um, and there's a lot of that. So brace yourselves if you decide to actually listen to this. Um, and because I'm too anxious to try something new by myself, my best friend Emily is here. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> um, so basically I have created this elite list of of icebreakers that I got off of Google in a little notes tab on my iPhone. And um, they're pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. So, side note, episode one is going to be us breaking the ice. But before we do that, Emily and I are just gonna, we're gonna talk about ourselves. We're gonna be a little, we're gonna have a self-centered moment and just talk about us. So, Emily, Oh, yay. First choice. Ooh. Uh, I guess I give, I'll give you the abbreviated version. I'm Emily. I'm almost 23. I'm in the almost last semester of my graduate degree. And then, of course, after that graduation, we'll be facing massive amounts of existential dread. But we'll get there when we get there. Anna? <laughs> um, my name's Anna, if you didn't get that. I go by Spearsy now on social media, I guess, because, well, it doesn't really matter because you all know my first name anyways, so whatever. Um, side note, <laughs> Spearsy is the nickname that my best friends gave me when I attended the United States Military Academy at West Point, which is another thing we will get into. I am no longer there. I am out-processed, as they say, and currently going to the University of Wyoming of all places. Still not convinced it exists, but here we are. Um, I am currently 20 years old. I'm a junior. I am competing Division I cross-country and track here for some reason. <laughs> I really don't know why. Um, but uh, yeah, we're just, we're vibing out here. We're living life. I'm studying political science and environmental resources. And for some reason, I'm in the Honors College. Don't know if we'll stay there, but we'll see. As you can tell, she's a lot more interesting than I am. That is so not true. Uh, it's absolutely true. Not true at all. Mm, doubt. Um, we never, we didn't even say where we're from. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm from Washington, D.C. Oh, I almost fell. I am from South Denver. So, we come from from very different backgrounds. It reflects the eclecticness of this show or something like that. <laughs> so anyways, I'm sure we'll talk more about ourselves as we go. We're not very good at, at getting into things unless we're already talking about them. I feel like practice makes perfect. Exactly. So, so let's let's just go ahead and dive into this these icebreakers here. <laughs> Starting off strong, 
Um, which verse of all too of the all too well ten minute version did you resonate with the most? Hands down, it has to be. You called me up again just to break me like a promise. Ooh, that one, like felt that in my soul. Ow, yeah, yeah. Except I, I would relate to that, but I feel like I'm usually the person doing that. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm not even gonna, I'm gonna be self-aware here. Like, I can be an asshole sometimes. But it's only if that person is treating me like shit. Yeah, it's never not justified. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm ever an asshole when it's not prompted. There's a reason. Yeah. And it's a good reason. As I'm sure we'll get into. (laughs) (laughs) We have lots of reasons. Oh my gosh, not just 13. (laughs) (laughs) So bad, I'm sorry. Um... Uh, mine was by far and relatively specific. I kind of felt like Miss T. Swizzle was personally attacking me on this one. Um, but um, the one where she's like, after three months in the grave, what was that line? That was like, um, it's like three months in the grave, checking to see if like, oh, you're- oh, oh, check the pulse. But what is it? I don't know. It's basically, it resonated with me because she's basically saying that Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal thought everything was fine and it was not fine. They had spent three months in the grave and that just felt very personal and she hit me where it didn't need to be, where I didn't need to be hit is all I will say about that. (laughs) All right, so... Next question. Um, we're going to describe ourselves as coffee orders, but we're not actually going to describe ourselves. I'm going to describe Emily, and Emily's going to describe me. And I'm going to be a jerk, and you can go first. <laughs> oh, you're going to be a jerk. Because <laughs> my first thought is your favorite drink, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll describe you as, like, your favorite drink. But let's But see. is that favorite drink really descriptive of me? Mm, with the recent hair color change? No. <laughs> okay side note <laughs> I went to get my hair done over Thanksgiving break we're recording this on November 28th we both got home from Thanksgiving break I got back yesterday Emily got back today and over the break I, I've i gone through many life changes recently to the point that I've been having dreams about my teeth falling out Fun times. Yeah, I I actually, I was getting very concerned that maybe I had a serious dental issue and my body was trying to make me aware of that in my subconscious. But I looked it up and apparently when you're going through big life changes, you have dreams about your teeth falling out or cracking or chipping. Mm. So that's weird because I've like never had that happen before. Really? Like I have definitely weird dreams, but like the only one that I've ever had like consistent with, like, dream theories are the ones where either... No, not even that one. Just the ones of me dying. <laughs> like, I literally at one nice. point in, like, one night, I had 13 dreams about me dying. And it was, like, all separate dreams. That's horrific. Oh, yeah. It was not a fun time. I was... Bleh, eighth grade. If that eighth explains grade. anything. <laughs> oh, another side note. <laughs> a side note within a side note. Um, 
one really fun part of my personality that my close friends know about and now everyone that listens to this will know about is that I suffer severe PTSD and this PTSD likes to manifest in my dreams. Um, so I rarely ever sleep through the night, which is really fun. Um, it has very detrimental effects on my mental health and overall well-being. So it's a really great time. I'm sure we'll talk about all that trauma at some point. <laughs> At some point. As we become closer on this podcast. Closer. But in the meantime, since we're not that close yet, coffee. <laughs> coffee. Coffee. <laughs> so, in the moment of thinking, moving off of your favorite drink, I feel like the drink that best describes you is actually not coffee at the moment, but I really? think of a London Fog. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> you are so right. I haven't decided with... On whether it is with regular milk or almond milk yet. That is, that is still Are you up. kidding me? Well, okay. <laughs> the fact that we both drink almond milk, but in the fact, like, personality-wise, like, What I, is the difference between a whole milk personality and an almond milk personality? There is a difference. <laughs> I am just trying to differentiate them, because it's like... You know the whole thing where basically anyone who is a part of the LGBTQ community loves lavender? Yeah, <laughs> including both of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's like that, because there's, like, a difference in the people who don't, like, absolutely love the lavender syrup and the people who do. There's a difference between the person who has whole milk and the person who has almond milk. And it's almond milk, not oat milk, because oat milk is its whole other thing. I had a guy on Tinder tell me once that, like, if I didn't like oat milk, he would never talk to me again. That's a choice. Like, if I preferred oat milk to almond milk. And I was like... I. He was a barista, so I guess it was very personal, but anyways. I guess. I'm sorry, but almond milk is cheaper. <laughs> so, does whole milk equivalent class? Is this a classist system? Is there a hierarchy of milks? Okay, no, there's not a hierarchy of milks, because I did just spend the past four days drinking whole milk, and I absolutely hated it. Why? Because you are lactose- You break out when you drink milk on your hands. I know. You take milk pills. I actually can't take milk pills, because I'm not actually allergic to the lactose part, but it's the fat in the milk part, so the cheese that we're eating is not exactly ideal, but- Which but we will get into later. Um, <laughs> Emily and I are currently going through a coochie board phase. <laughs> So, we're sitting with a, a couple chonky blocks of cheese in front of us. Yeah. But, <laughs> okay, again, the only reason that I had whole milk the past four days was because it was the only milk in the house because my brother, and it's the only milk that he drinks, and I don't want to drink my mom's special creamer because that also doesn't taste good, and it's also whole milk. Wow. And I didn't want to buy a thing of almond milk when I'm only going to be down there for, like, three and a half, four days. Wow. So... That's Honestly, you know what? I will lead into it being the Earl Grey with almond milk. Okay. Because I've just realized that I just, I don't like whole milk. <laughs> and people who choose to actively drink whole milk, like my brother will actually pour a full glass of whole milk and drink that. I'm like, that is disgusting. Okay, I knew he was psychotic, but th that's like another level. That's like detain him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sadly enough, that used to be me in a long, long time ago. But like, okay, not that's frequently. that's different. When you're trying to like up your calcium... Actually, almond milk has 50% more calcium than regular Yeah, and milk. honestly, it just tastes better. It does. Look, if you're if you are listening to this and you drink whole milk, you are excommunicated. How dare you? <laughs> Sin number 1. I'm just kidding. We love all of you. Yeah, your milk preferences does not change our opinion. 
only slightly. Very, very, very slightly. Maybe. Maybe a little bit <laughs> slightly. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, wow, now you got me. I feel like I need to think deeper because I was just going to say like an iced lavender latte. <laughs> well, you think I have to get more water. Oh, man. That's what I get for going up a couple thousand feet today. Yeah. It definitely, maybe, it has to have lavender in it. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Partially. Mm-hmm. But it has to have almond milk, too. You know what? Actually, mm. actually, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, you are a... Okay, so I went to New York City once. As I said, I went to the military academy for about a year and a half. And that is about 30 minutes north of New York City. Um, There is this coffee shop there that I am absolutely obsessed with. And I will not exaggerate. I would die for this coffee shop. I would. I would lay my life on the line to protect this coffee shop. I am that serious about it. (laughs) Um, It's called Remy. Remy NYC, and it's a it's a coffee slash flower shop. And when I tell you I have never tasted coffee this good in my entire life, like, I mean it. And I am fiercely loyal to Turtle Rock in Laramie. Anyone who remotely knows me personally will know that I... Maybe I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast. <laughs> but also, it's like you post about it all the time. Uh, that's true. I'm there, like... It's like it's on your public story, so like even people back in like New York know about it. So oh, whatever. Okay. Well, I I love Turtle Rock. Okay, I do. I'm in love with her. But Remy and I have this relationship that is sacred, <laughs> mostly because they have these two lattes there. They're the rose latte and the lavender latte. Now they're both great. They're both awesome, and I would be tempted to say the lavender latte with almond milk, but the rose latte just seems to fit your personality more, and I'm just going to say that because, like, I know you like citrusy things more than flowery things, but I'm not factoring your smell preferences (laughs) (laughs) into this. Okay, that's Uh, fair. It's mostly, like, what a rose is and what it symbolizes. Okay. Is it also because I'm wearing pink? No. <laughs> Maybe partially, partially, but no. Okay. No, I'm just... Even if... Like, I feel like you're a flower. Like, if you were a flower, I could see a rose. Like, it just makes sense to me. You are I could answering also s- one of our other icebreaker questions. Do we have that? Yes. I, oh, shoot. I wrote down. <laughs> All right. Well, I have another answer for that one, okay. too. So, but a rose is very characteristic. So, a rose almond milk latte. from okay. Specifically from Remy, New York City. Okay. Even though you've never been there. Okay. That's fair. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay, next question. Oh, this one's pretty good. Um, if the zombie apocalypse... What? <laughs> I'm glad I didn't take a drink of water. <laughs> Actually, last night, I was on a phone call, and I was, tr- I was talking about some drama that happened, and I was like, I-, I was basically saying, I am tired of people treating me shitty. And on this phone call, I just said... I am PP. <laughs> and this person I was on the phone with was like, you're what? <laughs> I was like, PP. <laughs> you can't say that any person 
between the ages of like 20 and 27, like stretching it, has a functioning brain that knows how to talk properly. No, I don't think so. I think social media has destroyed our brains one one second at a time. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. At least it's entertaining. That's true. We'll get into that. Um, anyways, <laughs> if the zombie apocalypse... Wow. Zombie apocalypse came. Who are three people you'd want on your team? Are we talking realistic, fictional? Like, what's what's my scope? I It's a broad scope. I was going to go for, like, people from your personal life, but I feel like that um, might be a little too... Let's stick with, like, a very broad scope. Fictional counts. Okay, good, because if it was personal, I definitely would have included someone who I would have fought with a lot about it, but I know we probably would have kept each other alive. Um, <laughs> you might know that person. Um... Potentially. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, broad spectrum, though. Okay. <laughs> my brain immediately goes to the cast of Zombieland. No, that is not my answer. <laughs> that would be horrendous. <laughs> it would be. Um, but I will do one stereotypically from my middle school phase. We'll take Dean Winchester from Supernatural. I think okay. he would be a good choice. Um, we will take... Let's see. One from my personal life. Take my dad. Your dad would actually be good in a zombie apocalypse, I feel like. I think he would be good in a zombie apocalypse. Your mom, on the other hand? <laughs> oh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> half a working lung. <laughs> half a working lung. A bad, bad knee. Oh my gosh. I'm a spliced not to, hand. Spliced hand. I'm trying not to burp also, so we're just gonna... <laughs> It's the, it like a, it's the feta. It's the feta from the coochie board. Oh <laughs> okay, so we have Dean Winchester, we have my dad, and then let's do someone from, like, a recent film or something that I just saw. Um, I actually <sighs> just watched the first two episodes to Hawkeye. Oh. And um, the chick, or why do I say chick? The girl who plays um, Kate Bishop, who is, mm -hmm. like inspired by Hawkeye, but she's also, like, a martial artist, a gymnast, um, an archer. Like, she's, like, multifaceted in her skills. Mm. So I'm like, I'll take her. I also think her character and I could vibe. Okay. Those are my answers. So what are, what's your team? <laughs> okay. Brace yourselves. Okay. Number one. We're gonna go with... I already forgot his name, because... So Emily and I started watching this show... <laughs> And it's, <laughs> we're about three episodes in. I'm sure literally everyone who has a Netflix account has seen it, but it's you. We're just very behind the trend. We're both very busy people who don't have much time to watch Netflix. So we've committed, sort of, to watching this show. Um, I, I would want the dude from you. Isn't his name like Joe? Joe! Now here's the thing. I understand that there's like an apparent risk with me saying that I want Joe on my team mm -hmm. because he could fetishize? Fetishize? Fetish what? Fetishize? I don't like that word. <laughs> <laughs> he could become obsessive over mm -hmm. me. Which, who wouldn't? <laughs> so for that reason, I'm going to move on. Passion makes him stronger. Exactly. He could be like the mastermind behind our survival. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, I want Paul 
from Dune, specifically Timothy Chalamet, because I have a feeling that with this elite team, we are going to be the only people left to repopulate the Earth. <laughs> and, you know, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. We would have just God-tier genes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you went that way with that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen. Uh-huh. He also, here's the thing. I, I said Paul from Dune and not just Timothy Chalamet because while Timothy Chalamet certainly has a sort of IRL main character energy about him, it is nothing compared to Paul from Dune. <laughs> nothing bad can happen to this kid. So... And Paul probably has the survival skills. I don't think Timothy Chalamet does. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. he probably has street smarts from New York City, Street smart. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another thing. I think New York City is a simulation. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, so specifically Paul from Dune, 2021 edition. Um, number three, I want the cat in the hat from the scary version. <laughs> What's his name? Mike Myers? What? <laughs> Hold on. I forget the actor's name. The horrific version that Why came does my out. brain immediately go to Jim Carrey? Hold on. If it's Jim Carrey, I'm going to lose it. I know it's probably not. The 2003 Cat in the Hat movie. Um, starring Mike Myers. It was Mike Myers. That's... Mm -hmm. I oh. want specifically the Mike Myers Cat in the Hat oh my on my team. Mostly because of his magical red box. I feel like if the apocalypse got too bad, we would just hop in the, the box to the purple gloop universe. And Should I be glad there. that I've never seen that movie? You've never seen this movie? No. All right, I've seen the memes around it. If you've never seen the 2003 rendition of Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers, go watch it. Just do yourself a favor and go watch it right now. Um, or be blissfully unaware like I am. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> But yeah, I just feel like he would be the ideal teammate in this scenario. Um, so yeah, that's my team. Mm -hmm. Solid team. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, what is your most used emoji? Oh gosh, can you pass me my phone? I probably know which one it is, to be yeah, honest. I can go first inside my phone right Because I use it all the time. Oh man, this is going to make me sound so lame. Yeah, I use I use the laughing emoji, but not the one with the tears, just the one with like the greater than and less than as the eyes. Wait, what? If you know like Oh Yeah, like yeah. the little the little sideways triangles without the bottom okay. half. I don't know how else to describe it, but I use that <laughs> laughing emoji because it seems a lot more sincere than the one with the tears with it. Does it really? For yes. me it does, because if I'm like crying laughing, like you know that I'm <laughs> crying laughing. That's like true. there was something you sent me the other day that I absolutely oh, it was the Phoenix. Emily! <laughs> you can't say that. Why do you think I whispered it? <laughs> definitely heard it. Oh, we're, we'll figure that out later, but listen, it's not what it sounds like. <laughs> no, they were blurred. Um, but that, <laughs> that, that literally... I don't think that makes it sound better that no. I sent you feet pics, but I blur them. <laughs> See, now they know because you said it louder. Whatever. But, Just go look at my Instagram. It'll make sense. But that, that legitimately did make me cry. Oh my God. It was really funny. <laughs> um, whoa. It's fine. Mine is the double pink heart emoji. Um, I have a serious vendetta against every other heart emoji. 
that there is. I hate the red heart emoji. That's fair. I don't know why. I just really, really hate it. It just makes me triggered. <laughs> Which it's, is fair. But the, the pink heart emoji to me says, like, oh. The red heart says, I love you. <laughs> and I, I don't like it. The, like, double heart is, like, light and fun. and Yeah. It's not more, stressful. It's more playful. Anyways. <laughs> um, what TikTok sound is currently stuck in your head? Oh, gosh. I was about to say, we did say bing bong earlier, but that's not like... Bing my, bong. That's not like my main, to, my main go-to one that's been in my head. Gosh. What was it? Oh, Lord. I'm going to have to look it up, aren't I? Which is really sad because I should know, but like... <laughs> Two months ago, I would have been absolutely able to tell you what audio was stuck in my head because it was the Good Soup audio. Hands down. Good Soup. Best one. I actually saw a Good Soup one today, again, really? which I absolutely loved. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. Oh, it's probably the ABCDEFU. Oh, yeah. Not because of our video, but just because it's a really catchy song. And I also think it would mix really well with Hot Girl Bummer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Dude, if I was good... I have friends who produce stuff. Wouldn't that, like, if it, like, goes the A, B, C, D, E, F, U, N, U, N, N, It would be so good! Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna text Griffin. It I don't would be, have his number. It would but... be such a good mashup, and I think it would, like, go so well together. So, Whoa. I have been enjoying that song, and also the song, um, God Must Hate Me by Katie Turner, which is also a TikTok song that's becoming more popular. I don't know if I've heard that one. It's probably a good thing. It's kind of depressing, um, but it's also a vibe. But yeah, the, that's my that's my song. Which one's been in your head? That's not Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Fuck your life. Bing Bong. It's one of those. If you couldn't tell, I'm obsessed with those New York City street interview TikToks. What would you tell Joe Biden right now? Right now. What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I will say before Thanksgiving break, the one that was stuck in my head. Which is, honestly, I've read a lot of comments that this audio is insensitive, but I just couldn't get it out of my head. It's the one with the children from Pakistan. Oh, I remember <laughs> you sent that one to me. <laughs> when that like, is the only time I heard that audio is when you sent it to me, too. <laughs> and he's like, I the pilot. Here is a pilot grape. <laughs> that one, it's probably offensive. But it was stuck in my head. So, but currently, currently it's the latest rendition of that New York City street interview ones where that dude is like, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? And he goes, beans, rice, Jesus Christ, and Byron, Byron, Byron. Um, yeah, it's probably that one. I just currently. have the image of him like belly flopping into a bag of <laughs> bags. I've decided that's my favorite TikTok of all time. Oh my gosh. Um. Which, side note, um, Emily and I are experiencing this weird newfound Instagram fame, which will probably be short-lived. Yeah, probably. but it's wow. still weird. It's weird. We posted this TikTok. Um, well, no. Well, we made a TikTok and an Instagram reel. Mm -hmm. And they're the exact same videos, might we add. Okay. Right. I don't even know if you guys could hear that, but I live right next to this like big old street and people like to drive crazy here but, but anyways like, no they're, they're they're the exact same video and anna posted them on her tiktok and her instagram reels so on tiktok it got less than 200 views on it 
by like I think it got like 40 views, dude. I think it got like 170 something. Like oh, it was really? close to 200 but not a lot. And on Instagram, on Instagram Reels, it was slow rolling for like the first like day or two, like, like maybe usually like a- usually my Instagram Reels get like 1000 to 3000 views. But like as of today, it has 3.5 million views on it. Actually, At least I think it went up. Did it go up again? I swaha. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, 3.6. Oh, gosh. And it had something, like, close to 300,000 likes on it. and Which is terrifying. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I had one TikTok go viral a very long time ago. Almost a year. About a year ago. Yeah. And it, it didn't really have me in it, though. It was a, about us, like, doing a DIY project. Yeah. Me and Betta, um, who was one of my West Point friends. So that one didn't really freak me out quite as much. Um, And I loved the whole narrative that people were taking away from it as like a body positive way to make bralettes that fit bigger cup sizes. That was essentially what the video was, was taking bras from from Walmart and cutting them into bralettes. Um, And I loved that. I thought it was great. This video, on the other hand, (laughs) this is just us breaking plates. Yeah. I actually put it on my private story the other day because I was very confused when it hit 1 million views. I was like, why? And I had a couple friends reply and were like, that was you? Oh, gosh. (laughs) You're like, you saw that? Yeah. So it's just a little bit bizarre. And it's freaking me out probably because I have anxiety. (laughs) And it's like also like blatantly us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, people people have been like, you should be excited about that. That's just Instagram clout. And I'm like, no, I'm not excited about it. Like, it's cool, I guess. But I... It's like, you don't have control over that. Like, the videos that you'd, like, want to be more popular... <clears throat> yeah. ...that you have control over, like, are kind of, like, those lower-hitting ones that you're just like, okay, that's fine. And then the ones where you just, like, post because we wanted to go shatter plates at, like, 7 p.m., on whatever night it was, decides... Which, by the way, was an activity that we did because my therapist thought it was probably a good idea. My problem is that when I when I go through trauma, I don't process things, which is not healthy. Um, but my therapist thought it would be a great idea if I got some closure. And maybe that, like, finding that closure in a, like, physical manifestation would be a good idea for me. So we took those plates that we bought at the dollar store mm-hmm. and wrote all of our problems on them and smashed them. Everything we wanted to let go. And here's the thing, though. I hate confrontation more than anything. I can't stand when people are upset at me. <laughs> That's a mood. <laughs> I freak out. And before everyone gets all upset and is like, you can't talk about being anxious or whatever, like, I have been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder and major depressive disorder, among other things. So I feel like I'm equipped to discuss this. Mm-hmm. We're well-versed <laughs> in the topic. Both of us are, are fairly well-versed <laughs> in the topic of mental health. Yes. Um, and we're both very passionate about it, too, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't handle confrontation, which is something I'm working on. Um, 
But a lot of people jumped to conclusions about the video that we had broken the glass and we were littering and, and that sort of thing. And which is not true. We, the first thing we thought of when we were doing this was where are we going to go so we don't disturb people and how are we going to clean it up? Mm-hmm. And while we were at the dollar store, we also bought a little dustpan and reused the bags that they gave us at the Goodwill to check out to clean up all of the shards of glass so we didn't waste new bags um, and clean everything up despite us standing in the cold the freezing cold in the wind, because yeah. it's Wyoming. And the only thing that was, quote-unquote, close to animals being in danger was a massive tumbleweed. <laughs> like, this thing was huge. And that was, like, the only thing... That was, like, the only thing out there. Like, there were no animals anywhere close to where we were at. We had the headlights on, Anna's trucks turned on, so that we could see everything. We could see up all the pieces that we had grabbed. Like, we covered all of our bases, Yeah, and we chose a road that people really, when they do use it, they use it during the day. I mean, it's used for other reasons at night, but we don't have to talk about that. No, (laughs) that's not necessary. Um, But it's near an electrical plant. It's actually, this is like the only paved part of the road. The rest of it is all dirt roads. And this road is fenced off to wildlife. So the only wildlife that would potentially be around would be antelope, and we did not see any. And they rarely go there because they're scared of the electrical plant. Um, So it's a closed off road. We wouldn't be bothering anybody. anybody, Nobody would be going by or potentially running over the glass. It wasn't even glass. It was like ceramic. Yeah. um, With their cars. And again, we made sure we, we cleaned it all up. But my sensitive ass can't handle people jumping to conclusions. Um and had a panic attack partially about this for the first time in months, which was not productive. It, it essentially led to me turning off my comments on almost everything because I can't use social media and have people comment on what I do without freaking out, which is quite a toxic trait of mine, which I would like to move past. <laughs> you know, it is a process, though, and the one comment that you sent me, it's like, seriously like mountain out of a molehill didn't even like just ask like hey did you pick this up after like pick this up afterwards like just full-blown accusing like all these other things like right you think that they had something better to do than just accuse you and like just jump to conclusions but <laughs> yeah. apparently we're a diving board and they're just off the deep end <laughs> seriously i don't know the internet is a, an interesting place um But essentially, I don't think I'm at a point in my life where I can be famous on the internet without breaking down. (laughs) Anyways, everything's a learning experience is is what we're going to take away from this. Um, Yeah. But bing bong. Bing bong. (laughs) Yeah. It's stuck in my head. We side noted real hard on that one. Uh, Yeah. Um, All right. Moving on. Um, So I saw this thing on TikTok that was like, your childhood crush is supposed to look like the person you're dating right now, but we're both technically single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not technically. I'm definitely. <laughs> I, I don't personally don't really know where I'm at. Which is fine. It's complicated. Um, but regardless, we're single under the category of. And um, I thought it would be funny to compare our childhood crush to our, per- our present actor crush or famous person crush 
Oh, gosh. So I remember my first one, because, like, I didn't really, like, have a whole bunch of, like, celebrity crushes when I was younger, but I remember distinctly the first one I had, which was before my whole One Direction phase, might I add. Um, <laughs> was it you that showed me your iPod Touch? We watched a video about someone's iPod Touch, and I'm like, mine is exactly the same as yeah, that one. Like, right. I was definitely that person in middle school who had, like, categorized ones of, like, Niall Horan's in this one, Harry Styles in this one. <laughs> Because that's just who I was in sixth grade. That's where I was at. I had an iPod. It had 64 gigs on it. I was very excited. 64 gigs? Uh-huh. I Good was, lord. Mm, I got it from my grandma. That's why um, it was... <laughs> makes sense. I was like, your mom would never. No, she wouldn't. But first one that I distinctly remember, like, and it wasn't, like, big or crazy, but it was just, like, that nice, like, subtle crush. It was Joe Jonas. Really? Not Joe Jonas. Sorry. Nick. Nick Ooh. Jonas. Ouch. You just broke Joe Jonas's heart. I think he'll survive with his wife. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but I also had gone to a Joe Jonas, or not a Joe Jonas. Gosh, why am I always saying Joe Jonas? I went to you're a Jonas. You're in love with him. No, I'm not. Is he your present crush? No. Um, <laughs> I went to a Jonas Brothers concert when I was in like third, second or third grade. The most memorable thing about that actually was that to get out of the parking lot, I actually hid in the trunk of the car and we like threw a blanket over us so like the cops wouldn't see that we were in the trunk. It was a very interesting time. I don't remember like anything from the concert. Um... <laughs> Except that Alicia Keys opened. <laughs> but current crush, one I would say that has, like, stuck around for a while because I just think definitely very attractive, Dylan O'Brien. Really? Yeah. Not the beard one from the All Too Well. I was gonna like, say. Like, the nice, like, clean shave and maybe a little bit of stubble. He's gonna, he's in a new movie that's coming out. It's, like, called The Taylor or something. And, like, he's playing, like, this mafia guy. 10 out of 10. Wow. Like, very attractive. And no, that is just, like, my guy crush preference. <laughs> do we have separate categories for our girl crushes? I personally do. Um, I mean, hands down, the first one I always think of if it's girl is Charlize Theron. Who? I have to pull her up. She's been in a couple of different things. Did you ever watch Snow White and the Huntsman? Yes. Ice Queen. Um, mm -hmm. okay. Or not the Ice Queen. Sorry, that was Emily Blunt. Also good choice. Um, but the one choice. in the gold. Okay. That's Charlize Theron. Do you know she actually broke a couple of ribs when she was in that dress because of how tight it was? Broke them? Yeah. Good lord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um. But yeah, those were my past and current celebrity crush crushes. Crushers. Crushers. Yours. Um, <laughs> mine are so cringy. My present ones are cringy. Yeah, that's fine. Um, my very first childhood crush that I can remember was Frodo from The Lord of the Rings. Solid. <laughs> Specifically because I liked his eyes. That is a very fair... It was the eyes and brown curly hair combo for me when I was seven. See, I would have gone for Aragorn. Probably. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Uh -huh. he, was, he was another big crush of mine, but Just I could like never... Just No, but I could never admit it, though, because... Or Aragorn. Aragorn. Aragorn is a dragon, isn't it? No, I think... Wait. It's Aragorn. Yeah. Aragorn. Yeah. Aragorn is from a different series. <laughs> right, right, right. My, but my brother... My brothers... I have two brothers. They would never make fun of me for Lord of the Rings crushes, but they would make fun of me for Aragorn crushes. So I never admitted to that one. I, I feel like I have a niche for... A very, two very opposite niches for brown curly hair boys and blonde straight hair boys. Mm-hmm. I kind of bounce back and forth between the two quite often. Um, but anyways, Frodo was my first crush. 
and makes it all the more obvious as to who my current crush is, which is unfortunately Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Which I probably made obvious earlier. I don't know why I'm obsessed with this boy, but you know, he's just beautiful for some reason. It's the jawline. Um, yeah. I also think when I was younger, I had a, like, repressed crush on every member of the Winx Club. Mm. <laughs> and also Annabeth Chase. Oh, I, oh That was yeah. more of a, mm -hmm. like, do I want to be her or do I want to be with her? Mm -hmm. You know? I think it was more of the I want to be her, but mm -hmm. But regardless. also... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and currently, oh my god, I have a huge crush on this one. Oh my god, who is it? Oh my god. Wait, let me go to Pinterest. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are they like in like a certain show or something? Yes. I'm just blanking right now. We've been talking for too long. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, I think everybody has a crush on Florence Pugh. Like everybody yeah, does. Yeah, uh -huh. That's not anything new. Actually, I have a really big crush on the girl that was in this one scene of the new James Bond movie. Mm. I don't even know what the, who the actress is or what her name is in the movie, but she has, like, short brown... If any of you have seen the new James Bond movie, she has, like, the short brown hair, and she's in it for, like, ten minutes. But I, I'm in love with her. Um, hold on, we're scrolling. Scrolling. Oh, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love her. Especially Kira Knightley in Atonement. I don't think I've seen Atonement. I have both read and seen Atonement and cried both times. Literally every time that you list off a movie, <clears throat> there's like a solid 7 out of 10 chance that I have not seen it. Yeah, I know. That's about everybody in my life. I, I watch very weird and obscure movies. It's fine. I got yelled at the other week by a friend because I hadn't seen Prince of Egypt yet. You- <laughs> We're not watching Dune until you've seen Prince of Egypt. Okay. Because it's the same composer. I know, like, the the soundtrack is, like, really good, and, like, the score is, like, something that people love. I uh -huh. just haven't seen it. It's fine. It's not fine. It is fine. It's not fine. It's fine. I've lived this long, somehow. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, also... Side note, <laughs> I saw um, The French Dispatch last week with my mom, and that is easily my new favorite movie. I loved it. I think I'm going to get a, a movie poster and hang it up above my bed. Solid. Yeah. I also didn't know that Owen Wilson was in it until the movie started, and I was like, is that Marley and me? Do you know he's going <laughs> to be in a new movie with Jennifer Lopez where they're both the love interests? What? Yeah. So, like, Jennifer Lopez is going to be, like, this superstar, and she's supposed to, like, sing her vows with this other guy that she's dating on stage in front of, like, 20 million people. And then there's a video of him that shows up on social media of cheating on her with her assistant. And so Owen Wilson is holding a sign that says, will you marry me? That was passed to him by this other person that he came with it. And she looks out at him in the crowd and she goes, yeah, I will marry you. So they know nothing about each other. So it's an Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez love story. Wow. Yeah. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. You not should sure, see the trailer. <laughs> I'm not sure I followed all of that, but I'll trust you. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. This one is very telling to me about any one person's personality. Um, your favorite Power Ranger. Mm, I told you before this that I have not seen the Power Rangers I know, before. but you're just going to have to say one because I saw, I like, the one live action one. And, like, the only thing I remember about it is the story that came afterward about the Red Ranger. Um, but, 
Oh, gosh. Is there a purple one? I actually don't know. <laughs> I've seen... I watched Power Rangers in their dino era. Here, let's go just... And there wasn't a purple one there. Let's just go think. straight out the gate blue. Okay. I don't know who that one is or what associates with the Blue Ranger, but... That's where I go with it. Please feel free to bash me for not knowing the Power Rangers. Uh, mine, I feel like, is very obvious, but the Yellow Ranger. I'm in love with her. Um, all right. Also very telling about your personality, your Hogwarts house. Oh, gosh. I took the, I took the quiz, like, a couple months ago. I'm trying to remember what I got. I think I had Ravenclaw. That would make a lot of sense to me. Either Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. Would yeah, it was it was one of the two. For a while, I got Gryffindor, but then it switched over to like I th I think it was Ravenclaw. You know, actually, I I would see more Hufflepuff for you. I'm not gonna lie, simply because I read this thing that was like your Hogwarts house is really more so determined by what you value, not your personality. And I feel like you value loyalty more than anything. <laughs> And that has bit me sometimes very hard in specific places. <laughs> but yes, that is also true. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, I actually used to think that I was Gryffindor for the longest time. I also thought I was Ravenclaw for a hot second in high school. But I thought I, I was very confident in my identity as a Gryffindor for, for a long period of time. But actually, I feel like I have developed into a Slytherin. I feel like ambition, but not in a toxic way. Mm -hmm. is something that I value quite a lot. It's definitely a quality that I seek in other people, for sure. I mm. feel like if we saw Slytherin not as, like, demonized in the movies, a lot more people would want to identify as Slytherin. I think so, too. Yeah, but I, I'm going to go for, for Slytherin. And that's... I also feel like Geminis just strike me as Slytherins. And I myself am a Gemini. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's the air signs. Yeah. Um, all right. So, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but which flower is the other person? We're going to take the approach of the coffee question again, where we describe yeah. each other. I feel like my answer is a given, because you probably already know this, but a sunflower. Oh, yeah. Even with the hair change. <laughs> Did I tell? Did I talk about the hair change earlier? You did. Well, did. kind of briefly. Basically, Anna just dyed her hair to a dark brown, and dark brown uh, uh, was an interpretive um, <laughs> color to the hairstylist. <laughs> right. But it still looks really good. Thanks. It My does. eyebrows don't match, though. <laughs> it's fine. Easy um, fix. But you know what made me so upset today? What? <laughs> was As I mentioned before, I have an obsession with the coffee shop in Laramie Turtle Rock. And it's getting to the point where all of the baristas there know my name and my order. And it's just embarrassing. I don't like the idea of being a regular. I hate it. But it's just so convenient to go there. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, I walked in today hoping maybe they wouldn't recognize me if my hair was darker and I was obviously wearing a mask. So, you know... Maybe they wouldn't recognize me. Nope. First thing they said was, Oh my gosh, Anna, I love your new hair. I can't win. You're like, thanks, but dang it. <laughs> right. I mean, this is not to bash them. They're all very sweet people. Mm -hmm. I, I just hate the idea of being a regular. 
um, for some reason. It's like, don't perceive me. Yeah. But that's actually interesting you say that because I don't uh, think that's how most people, that's the flower that most people would give me, especially in high school. So. Second, second one was a peony. Peony. Um, as I said earlier, a rose, but, um, that would not be my first pick. It would actually be a bluebell. And that might be because blueberries are kind of your thing. Um, but I, I just like, I don't know. I, I have this very nostalgic image of like a bluebell, like, like most girls when you were younger, like, I'm not saying just girls, but anyone could be obsessed with this, but, um, that like childhood obsession with fairies, mm-hmm. um, I had all of the fairy books about different kinds of fairies and fairy stories, and I was convinced they were real. I also lived overseas for a very long time in some whimsical places that led me to believe fairies were definitely real because I was going to castles all the time. But, um, which was actually really dope as a child. I'm thankful for that. But, um, anyways, in one of my fairy books, they had, like, these bluebell fairies, and... I don't know, first time that I met you, like, you just gave me that vibe. Like, the exact same nostalgic childhood bluebell fairy vibe. (laughs) Which doesn't make any sense. I think it's because in those books, they were described as being, like, very caring and empathetic. And, like, but still very, like, sure of themselves, I guess. Mm. Like, I don't know. Flashback to us literally, like, trauma bonding in, like, the first 30 minutes that we met. (laughs) Literally. Um... So, yeah, that's just, I just associate you with that. So, a bluebell. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, Emily. Yeah. I See, like, even with the sunflowers, like, I don't think I, like, connotate it with, like, the regular idea of, like, oh, yeah, like, sunshine, happiness, like, whatever. Like, I see, like, sunflowers as, like, it's something that you see in a time of both warmth and change. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not just that you see sunflowers in the summer. Like every time, like I think of sunflowers, I think of like really big fields of them, and like you're getting towards fall. Like things are starting to like change and adjust, and it's just like really nice and calm, and like there's just like a comfort around it. Aww. So like I think like that's how I was to do it. Like in the same way that like when I think of like your color scheme, mm-hmm. like it's like those sunset oranges and pinks and like those like nice bright colors, but like softer and like just calm i love that yeah you're hyping me up dude (laughs) start crying um i just wrote coochie boards (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) as i mentioned earlier emily and i are going through a bit of a charcuterie board phase which has been the best phase of my life arguably Mm -hmm. um Emily went home, obviously, over Thanksgiving break, as we said, and brought back this amazing assortment of cheeses. And we literally decided tonight that we were going to start a podcast as we were eating said cheese. Mm -hmm. And here we are. (laughs) It's great. It's great. Um, Our first charcuterie board was, I know I didn't say it, but we literally just had crackers and Cracker Barrel cheddar cheese slices. (laughs) From Walmart. And wine. <laughs> From Sonoma, so. From Sonoma. At least that, a little fancy. That I didn't drink because I'm not 21. No, definitely did not drink. No. Um, but my, my mom found out that Emily and I are going through this charcuterie board phase. And she was like, 
What did she say on the phone when she called us? She was like, is your coochie board big enough? Your coochie board? (laughs) (laughs) She apparently saw this TikTok where this lady called it a a charcoochie board. Charcoochie. So my mom just calls them coochie boards now. And the (laughs) other day, she said this, like, I was home. And we have a very open kitchen to living room to upstairs area. It's all connected. And she just goes, she just says... You and your coochie boards. And I was like, Mom, do you know what that means? She was like, of course I know what coochie means. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, I'm just going to walk to my room. We're just going to end the conversation. Because right she was yelling it and the entire house could hear my mom screaming coochie over and over again. Well, I wouldn't have given <laughs> there. Yeah. Oh so. my gosh. Um, this one I thought was interesting. Maybe more so because we've been messing around. Emily specifically has been messing around on Hinge at my request <sighs> because I want to hear people talk in the new update. Oh, yeah. Um, but but your go-to dating app. Well, let's... Okay, so maybe not go-to, but, like, the first one that I had was Bumble. And... Oh, I had someone like me. His name was Dallas. Dallas. And he responded to one of my questions. So I put a question on here. We'll get back to my thoughts on apps but I put a question that put or the comment that was like my most controversial opinion is you need to wash your baseball caps I'm sorry but sweat stains from the early 2000s just doesn't do it for me and this guy just responded some dudes just don't want to do laundry I'm sorry but that is not a good response if that really really wants makes me want to talk to you more like it really really so much because now I know that you don't like to do your laundry and oh I'm God. sorry that I, mean, I can already smell the man from. Here. I can. I can smell the toxic masculinity. Oh wait. Oh, okay. Sorry. So that dude that I like matched with earlier, he said, "Okay, that Yoshi impression earned points. That was cute as fuck as well." <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, that surprised me. Okay, okay, but leaning off of that. Coming um, off of our uh, another side note. <laughs> another side note. So I started off with Bumble, and, like, Bumble is, like, kind of, I would say, like, very similar to Tinder in the way that you, like, have to swipe on people. Mm-hmm. With Hinge, you actually have to press a button. You can't swipe on them, which I definitely feel cuts out unintentional mistakes. That's true. Like, instead of swiping on someone that you didn't want to swipe on, mm-hmm. like, Hinge is getting points for that because you actually have to press a button, but I also can see, like, where the mindless part goes into it. Right. I just feel like a lot in terms of just, like, dating apps and everything is that sometimes you get, like, the best sides of people, and it's, like, the showcase side, and then you get the other sides of, like, why did you show that? And just, like, the general culture around dating apps is just, like, I know it's getting better than what it was, Mm -hmm. but otherwise it's still just, like, pretty, like, meh to me. Also, we live in a small-ass town. That's very That's true. why my radius is 100 miles plus. <laughs> yeah. Laramie ain't it, sis. <laughs> no, that's why we're trying to move out. <laughs> Love Laredice, but it's it, great. You get cabin fever pretty quickly. It's serving its purpose. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, I don't really mess with dating apps that much. I'm like, how do I say this without <laughs> spilling very personal information that I don't want on the internet? 
Mm. Um, I guess I will say the only dating app I have ever messed with is Tinder. And, you know, I had a very, like, apprehensive view towards dating apps in general. If you spill that on the I microphone. I am not going to. <laughs> um, I was just very apprehensive towards them. I was like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like people are just going to want to hook up. And that's not exactly what I'm looking for. Or will probably ever be looking for. Because being physically intimate with someone is very difficult for me. Yeah. Um, hookup culture is not it for me. Yeah. Side note, hookup culture. <laughs> Here's the thing. I have I know lots of people that I love and care about who partake in hookup culture. And I am never going to judge anyone for that. That is their decision. They are adults. And... As long as they're being safe about it and it's not emotionally hurting them, I have no problems with it. It's just personally, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's not for me, like, in the way that I was raised and how I've, like, interacted with society, like, and just how, like, I've grown it up as a person. Like, at one point, like, I technically, like, dabbled in hookup culture, but it was, like, with one person and that was not a good time, so... Um, <laughs> It's just, it's just not for me because also I just get emotionally attached very quickly um, and also not quick at all. Like, it's an awful disaster of a thing to live with <laughs> where you're just like, oh, you're I'm living in your own, like, self-induced emotional paradox. Oh my gosh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's like that, that uh, top in Inception. Am I going to spin it? Is it going to tip over? Is it going to stay spinning? I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> that was just stressful from the way you described that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, especially because on dating apps here, you're bound to run into somebody you know, yeah. and then it's awkward because you're like, do I know them well enough that if I swiped on them, it would be funny, and we would talk about it and laugh, or do I not know them well enough, and if I swipe on them, it would make things weird. Yeah, or the hesitant, like, did they swipe on me? Did I want them to swipe on me? Like... Do I swipe right to see if they match with me or like, it's like a weird... It's so confusing. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you're in Wyoming <laughs> and some men here, which happens everywhere. I haven't dabbled into dating women on apps yet. I don't know if I ever will actually, because that stresses me out. <laughs> um but it's men get really defensive here and they like to talk to you in such an aggressive way that doesn't make me want to respond yeah it's like uh, what is going on here like are you trying to be funny are you trying to be like a toxic man and assert your dominance like whatever you're doing it's not working it's like, and that's you, like about 75 percent yeah of people i've talked to what percentage of those would you say are yee, -yee boys a good 70 percent yeah of the 75 agree uh, agreed <laughs> if you don't know what a yee, yee boy is please look it up because in a way that we can describe it, does not give it justice. It really doesn't. I'm actually going to look it up right now because I'm curious. As to I actually gave a tour to someone at my job, and they had a hat that said Yee Yee on it. 
Oh, yes, this is very accurate. If you look up Yee Yee Boys and you go to Google Images, that is 70, actually, no, about 90% of what you'll find on Wyoming Tinder or and, just dating apps in general. <laughs> yeah, and just like imagine being in the same room as them and the energy that they would give off that, yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all look the same. And they all have at least one picture of their truck within their line of lineup of photos. Yes. And typically at least one at a minimum hunting or fishing photo. Mm-hmm. And this is not me bashing on the Yee Yee lifestyle. You do you is all I have to say about it. Mm-hmm. If it makes you happy, go for it. All power to you. But don't. Don't hate on everybody else for not being as yee-yee as you are. Because mm-hmm. that's all I get when I attempt to talk to yee-yee boys. Is... It's just, like, suffocating. <laughs> it's it's draining. Uh-huh. It's, it's draining. Just think that, like, every word that you say, unless it has relation to something in the yee-yee category, <laughs> does, not, does not register. It doesn't. <laughs> um... Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) moving on. Um, We're getting into our final questions here. This one is very divisive, I think. Mm. TikTok or Instagram Reels? See, I have to lean into TikTok because I do not watch Instagram Reels. Because Mm. a lot of the times they are TikToks that I have already seen. (laughs) But also it's momentarily conflicting because of our one Instagram Reel that just happened to do what it wanted to do. (laughs) The algorithm said, hey, you flipped a coin and it landed on the right side. Well, not even like a coin, like, you know, like a D20. (laughs) It rolled that and it's like, hey, here you go. You landed on the right side. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's that's accurate. Um, Here's the thing. My TikTok is full of bing bong, cats, and... You know, actually, that's about it. <laughs> and my Instagram reels are very aesthetic, like very aesthetically pleasing and very much like dedicated to self-improvement and like journaling and inspirational quotes. And to me, they just feel like two entirely different things, which I could certainly get my TikTok al- algorithm to reflect that if I wanted to. But to me, it's kind of nice because I'm like, if I want a good laugh, I'm going to go to TikTok. Mm -hmm. But if I want to feel inspired or feel like I'm on top of my shit vicariously through other people, (laughs) then I'll go to Instagram. Yeah. So that being said, though, I've been making more Instagram reels lately than TikToks because my TikToks, I used to have a, a relatively successful TikTok account. It, I wouldn't say I was TikTok famous, but I, I had some videos do pretty well um, after the bra video went viral. Um, but my Instagram reels have of late been doing much better, so I've been focusing more on that. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if I started going viral in the same way on TikTok, I would probably say TikTok. Yeah. But I don't know. It goes back and forth. Last question very telling of personality, which it's similar to the last question, but TikTok or Vine? Has to be Vine for me. I don't think there's any point in my life where I am going to be 
reciting off certain TikToks, but you bet in the next, like, 20, 30 years, I am still going to be remembering vines. <laughs> like, they just hit me at that point in my life where, like, I have, my brain has absorbed it like a sponge, and it's not going away. Yeah, I feel that. I, I would have to say Vine as well. Because TikTok is great because I actually do like the three-minute feature sometimes mm. when it's not a silly thing that it's like, wait for it, Ugh. and then it makes you wait for three minutes, and then nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, like for a part two. It's like, no. It's like, okay, I'm going to sit through another three-minute video just for a part two. Mm. Um, but I think TikTok is unique in those features where it's not just... See, I think what made Vine so funny was that that creative like your ability to be creative was limited mm-hmm. to six seconds, which I think just made people even more creative. And I love that. But TikTok, you just have more time and more ability to express things, I guess. So I think they serve different purposes, but overall I would say Vine because no TikTok is ever going to stick with me as much as, as a Vine would. No, nothing, so. nothing will stay with me longer than road work. Yeah, I sure hope it does. <laughs> like, when am I? When is that not going to happen? When I drive past the road, work ahead sign, like, which happens like every day in Laramie. Seriously, they are never not doing road work here. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, that was our last question for this super fun icebreaker episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that. This was very, very much just scratching the surface of things that I'm sure we'll talk about. This will not be Emily's only episode. (laughs) I can guarantee you that. Um, And yeah. Love you guys. (laughs) Or something like that. And I'll see y'all in the next one. Bye.